welcome back to week six of Chats with Your Older Sisters. My name is Liv, and as always, I have Kaylee here with me. Hello, everyone. Hi, Liv. Hi. Um, This is going to be a fun week for you because we are going to be talking all about your first year of marriage. Yay! Yay! You're coming up on your one-year anniversary on October 15th, right? Yes, yes, we are. I can't believe it's already been a year. Um, Wow. It's flown by. (laughs) So this episode is going to have a lot of good stuff. We're going to talk to Kaylee a little bit about what she has learned being married for a year, what she... What her thoughts were leading up to her wedding, and just all the fun little stuff that comes into or goes into making a marriage work. I've got a couple of questions lined up. We're going to do this interview style, so it's going to be a lot of fun putting Kaylee on the spot this week. Awesome. I, I'm excited. I think the interview style will be a little different, and mm-hmm. I can just answer. I don't know any of these questions, so <laughs> I'm going to give my raw thoughts as well as I can. To start, as always, let's do a quick little energy check. Kaylee, where is your energy at on this fine Thursday evening? Uh, my energy is really good. I I love October. Mm-hmm. Um, it it just kind of makes me feel giddy to think about our anniversary. And um, this is also when we started dating. <laughs> so it's just kind of like a double anniversary for us. Mm-hmm. And we the pumpkin patches, everything that we we kind of did when we first started dating is is happening now so I I almost just feel giddy and kind of magical and falls happening so all good things (laughs) yeah it's a very good time for your relationship and so many good things my energy is pretty good I ended up going out to Gatlinburg Tennessee today with my boyfriend for just some fun adventures. I live about an hour and a half from there. So we did some moonshine tasting and uh, took in the beautiful mountain views. If you haven't been to Gatlinburg, I definitely recommend it. Anyways, the fall weather, it's starting to creep in and you can start seeing the colorful trees up on the sides of the mountains. Yes. Breathtaking. So I'm feeling very rejuvenated. I took yesterday off of work for my birthday and then today and tomorrow I also had off so it's it's good time for rest and just kind of preparing myself for the next few weeks to come so yeah I'm so glad that you got some time away for your birthday um that's just it's so good especially during this time that you get Mm -hmm. to celebrate and enjoy that oh yeah the best time of year yes (laughs) but okay so you kind of already said a little bit you know October is a really good month for you and your husband what is your husband's name Kaylee (laughs) my husband is Mikkel um we started dating four years ago wow um right 2018 19 yeah, four, yeah. four years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, October is just, 
it's the special time because it's kind of when everything started and then Mm -hmm. of course we made our wedding date around that time as well for the weather and the colors um our wedding pictures were especially uh perfect because Mm -hmm. they have the gold fall leaves in the background so yeah they are so pretty well I think we're just gonna get right into this uh interview style episode okay actually my first question for you and it's an important first question because we can't talk about your first year of marriage without knowing at least a little bit about how you and Mikkel met. So if you want to tell us a little bit about that story, we'd oh, yeah. all love to hear it because <laughs> it's a great one. Absolutely. Probably one of my favorite stories to tell, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Anyone yeah. that knows us uh mostly knows this story so um we started um we met in august and i was hanging out with my soon-to-be roommate um and she wanted to go downtown more for like a girl's night um i had just gotten out of a relationship previously Mm -hmm. so i was pretty against uh dating you know trying to meet people so I said okay I'll go I'll go to (laughs) I'll go downtown with you but I'm like it's girls night strictly and even more Mm -hmm. so I think I was a little nervous so I had a little to drink before we went down there to just kind of calm my nerves meeting people being around a bunch of people sometimes uh it takes it it makes me anxious so (laughs) I definitely was in a relaxed state and (laughs) I was having fun talking to a few people we met a few people um we went to Hump and Hannah's it's a place downtown in Boise if anyone knows and um, (laughs) good times for dancing and hanging out good drinks um not always my style so I definitely (laughs) was out of my comfort zone Um, but at the time I was showing someone pictures of Hawaii because I was really excited about it. I had lived in Hawaii uh, a couple years before that. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I was which that is a whole other story (laughs) that we're gonna have to share. We're gonna do a whole episode dedicated to Kaylee's Hawaiian adventures because they are epic and (laughs) amazing. So anyway, sorry to cut you off. I just had to throw that in there. Oh, geez. No, um, I I love to talk about Hawaii as well. So I clearly was trying to show someone pictures and I got really excited about it. Mm -hmm. And I, at whatever reason, I was drinking this really yummy drink. And then all of a sudden, um, Hannah wants to introduce me to someone and it was Mikkel. And Mikkel walks up to the table. I stand up to introduce myself mm-hmm. and I knock a drink all over my drink all over the table mm-hmm. so um, and how did you how did you knock <laughs> that drink all over the table Kaylee oh with with my chest live I <laughs> it was like one of those high top tables and I I don't I don't really I was drinking okay I was a little tipsy like again I was in a comfortable state (laughs) and all over the table so Cal's first impression of me was well you can put two and two together (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um a great time great time so anyway, I get a new drink and then I go back on the dance floor and we start chatting a little bit. He's with friends. I'm with Hannah. And uh, 
I, for whatever reason, we decided to go upstairs, probably to use the restroom, right? I'm like, oh, I need to freshen up. I don't as remember fully, do. but yeah, as girls do. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, where did those, where like we come back downstairs? I'm like, where did those guys go? <laughs> and <laughs> Hannah's like, oh, let me, let me, let me Snapchat them. Cause we didn't have like their numbers. Like she had met him through a friend before and they, they saw our Snapchat that we were there. Anyway social media it's great (laughs) great what a great thing um but they're like oh they went to a different uh place downtown I was like well we need to go find them (laughs) (laughs) so again a little bit of my tipsy butt to walking downtown Mm -hmm. going to a different Mm -hmm. club (laughs) yes and um and we get there and Mikel's there again with his friends and I just decide that I'm going to hang out with them. So I go up and I start dancing and we dance literally till we shut down the club and we, I, I don't know, we, we just can tell we like hit it off and then we ended up getting a pie hole pizza at like 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. and it, I mean, the rest is history. There's definitely ups and downs and in betweens, <laughs> but that is our meeting story. You mean you didn't meet at Hump and Hannah's and then automatically get married? <laughs> um, no, not exactly. <laughs> I feel like you, I feel like people have tried to get married at Hannah's and I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to, but <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we got each other's, um, Snapchat. We didn't get each other's number. Like, that's how I was so weary of the dating. But I was like, oh, I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. I like at pizza, we dove into like conversations. I think I showed him like my broken foot that like, happened like years before that. Like we talked about some weird things, like almost like a first date, but not. And our two friends, a friend he was with and then my roommate, mm-hmm. she she sat across they sat across from us and they just watched us because they're like we can't break up this conversation like they could tell we were into it but they were like over it It it's 2 30 in the morning and (laughs) (laughs) um they were ready to go so they just kept letting us talk but also like okay we're done (laughs) well also just I want to make a little quick comment on how you exchanged Snapchats. For whatever reason, it feels like less of a commitment to give someone your Snapchat than your phone number. And I don't know why, but it's a thing. It's very yeah. much a thing. I guess because it's I I remember us snapping for a couple weeks. Snapping, mm-hmm. is that the term? I think and so. <laughs> we definitely we yeah, we didn't text at least until I would say like even a month in where we were actually like texting, texting, texting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was mostly Snapchat. Like I'll have old Snapchat saved. I'm like, Oh yeah, that was the beginning of our <laughs> dating. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love your uh, story when you guys first, first met. But so my next question is, and we're kind of skipping forward a little bit, but how long did you guys date before you got engaged? Um, okay, so we were kind of like seeing each other um, that August, but we didn't officially, we started dating in October. But again, we kind of dated and then we actually broke up and then we dated. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it definitely was a rolling heels kind of relationship. Um, mm-hmm. We knew we wanted to be together. It just he had a couple of things that he wanted to like it just 
there were things happening. I, again, just got out of that relationship and I wasn't sure where I wanted everything to stand. But at the same time, like he fought for me and he knew he wanted to date me. And even like when we were apart, like it, it definitely wasn't like it was the ending. Like I never Mm -hmm. felt like, oh, we're never going to talk to each other or see each other again. And it was only a couple months. Um, We can definitely get into that on our dating episode. Right. But yeah, officially like dating and then (laughs) engaged. It's like a hard question. I want to say a year and a half. And then we were engaged for a year and a half. Is that about the right timing? <laughs> so in between there, there were some breakups, right? And pauses. So mm-hmm. I might be a little off, but maybe two years. And then, because you can say we started dating October of 2018. Mm-hmm. But we didn't stay consistently dating that full time until we got engaged. I don't Which I feel like is pretty normal in yeah. today's dating world and I think I agree with you. We definitely should talk about that in a dating episode because it would be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you have to figure things out. So yeah. sometimes dating isn't just, okay, we date, everything's great, let's get married. We both had, I really felt during that time, we both fought for each other in different mm-hmm. ways. We we showed each other that, okay, this is what I really want. Um, I was able to kind of get out of my head and he was able to realize okay yeah this is this is what I this is what I want and Mm -hmm. um, we just had to make some different decisions because we we wanted to be together and sometimes you just have to walk away for a little bit yeah to to be able to come back better than you ever have been yes so um and Mikel will say that too like we'll look at our past and he'll go and now look at us look at us now look where we are (laughs) happily married have a dog trying to buy a house so I know that like reflecting on the past is important for me but he very much so is like but look where we are like look how happy and how good things are now so you got engaged and where did you get engaged Kaylee we got engaged in the Sawtooth Mountains oh, in Stanley at Red, on Redfish Lake. <laughs> amazing. Yes, it was it was so magical. I I honestly had no idea we were there for his birthday weekend and I I had gotten us a place to stay and we were there for a little like concert and to see some friends and I it was just like that was his weekend. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was totally thrown off. Um but it was it was magical because um, because he worked at Redfish and the connections he had with um, our friends, they were able to get us a boat and take us out on the water. And so, like, I, we got engaged on the boat on the water, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful, like the the mountains behind us. And those pictures <laughs> are breathtaking; they really are. It makes me giddy thinking about it. I think those were some of the first pictures that you ever showed me. When we first met, and they're incredible. And Stanley is really your guys's second home. Really, yes, so. we we love love Stanley. Just the the energy and the beauty of the mountains, and just unplugging because you really don't have phone service. You're just you're just you're enjoying there. nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's magical. Nature, the people you're with, just amazing. Yeah. Um, so, with now that we have a little bit of like a backstory, 
the mm, Okay, so now that you've given us a little bit of backstory on your relationship, and obviously there's so much more that we could talk about, (laughs) and you and I have talked about, because it's just fun. It's fun talking about other people's relationships and hearing their stories. I am always interested in that. But my next question brings us a little bit closer to wedding, the wedding. Um, Okay. And it's a fun question. So, <laughs> and you can only pick one. Oh. What was the best part about planning your wedding? The best part? Ugh. Uh, planning my wedding was stressful, Liv. <laughs> I know, but there was fun in it as well. <laughs> um. Yes, it, it was fun. It was, uh, it was good to be able to make whatever we wanted to happen because like when it all came together it was cool to go oh okay like that's what we chose and that's what we wanted especially because our wedding was a little unique in some aspects so mm-hmm. um my favorite part of wedding planning I I love picking the colors I think it took us a while to pick colors um and we kind of <laughs> depending on like the season that we were talking about it at because we talked about it actually before we got engaged like what would our wedding colors be <laughs> mm-hmm. um and so at that time they were very different and then as we got closer it was just kind of like oh this is the vibe that I want oh it's in fall okay this is really the vibe that I want mm-hmm. um but I think yeah oh and the cake tasting that was amazing <laughs> Um, our friend made an amazing cake. She has her own bakery and it was the desserts like were delicious. Oh man. The food tasting really anything to do with food, obviously. (laughs) Well, the desserts, let me tell you, I went up to that dessert table so many times at your actual wedding. Um, (laughs) It was so good. But yeah, she she did a good job. I the cake was amazing. I didn't get it. To, I, I did I try any of the other desserts? Oh, I might have during the conga line. I think I snuck some macarons. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of dessert at your wedding, um, which you can't complain about that because who doesn't like dessert? Um, right. But I, I love dessert. What? Okay. So, what would you say that you would have done? Or is there anything that you wish that you had done differently with your wedding planning? Oh, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I would have um, wanted to research our uh, into getting a videographer, possible mm-hmm. different photographer, or maybe like a mix. I feel mm-hmm. like we got some really beautiful pictures with the colors. Um, there was just a few things missing, and maybe that was where our timing was with the day and not getting there early enough because the venue didn't open at a certain time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's always going to be things that I wish I would change, but in the end, like it, everyone was, had an amazing time, the music, the food, um, how we did it. Uh, we mm-hmm. did dinner before with our um, intimate family, siblings and really close friends, the wedding party, and then we had everyone else come for the reception, cake and dancing. And <laughs> we had our intro, our Star Wars intro <laughs> <laughs> introduction as um, Mr. and Mrs. Gallegos, which was just fun. Like we, mm-hmm. we really made it unique 
to us. And then at the same time, because we kind of threw that together last minute, even though it was great, some of those pictures didn't get taken. And I wish Mm -hmm. that coordination would have been because we only have like one picture and no videos because everyone was so excited to be involved. And yeah, it's, it's good. Like it's good to be in those moments and remember like the things that happen without capturing everything. But at the same time, I kind of wish that it would have been <laughs> a little more documentation. I mean, yeah. even for, like, I'm not, I'm not engaged or anything, but what I have read from, you know, brides or soon to be brides, they always talk about wishing that they had had a little bit more of the, the wedding documented. Um, so I've, I've heard that before, but one thing I want to go back to, because I think it's very unique to your wedding, um, you mentioned that you guys had dinner before the ceremony, and that was just with family and then a few close friends. What ultimately, what mm, what would you say led you to that decision? Are you glad that you made that decision? I think a lot of people would be wondering, how did it go? telling guests that that was the decision that you had made um just give us your insight on that because you don't hear that a lot when people talk about planning weddings like usually that's not an option yeah for sure to begin with that it was quite the headache to even like think about that as an option because of our budget and because of how many people we weren't sure um, were going to be there because of COVID, we kind Mm -hmm. of had to make a decision. We of course would have wanted to have everyone there for the dinner, but we also knew that the important things to people were when we exchanged our vows, the dancing, you know, the cake cutting, because Mm -hmm. those are things that people really enjoy. So having a dinner, I kind of had to come to the realization that it's okay. Like they can feel they, you know, I'm sure there were some people that felt left out and I, we tried our best to give people as much communication as we could. I think in the end, it's just, we had to do what was best for us. We, we had a dinner of like 35 people and Mm -hmm. I loved it because one thing at weddings that for us is like toast when the intimate family is making toast together, like it's sweet to hear those things. But if you don't know the family or you're going to wedding, like toast can like drag on. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and so for us to have the toast of just like the family members that wanted to, everyone could that wanted to, because there was time, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it was intimate so we could hear each other and talk to each other. And like the way that the seating was, was kind of like in a box shape kind of. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like the bride and groom were off all by themselves. We had, I had my sister right next to me. He had his uh, best man right next to him. And then my parents were just, you know, kitty corner, grandparents, kitty corner. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that setup for us was perfect. And I look back at it now and I'm so grateful we did that because we got those intimate moments with the people that, not necessarily that were like more special to us, but like close, like my parents and mm-hmm. my siblings. And we were able to have that time because sometimes I think in a wedding, those people sometimes get pushed aside because friends will come into town or people that you haven't mm-hmm. seen for a while, you know, the little kids want to come see the bride and groom. And so sometimes the people that maybe even did the most to help the wedding aren't able to feel like a part of everything. And I, 
for us, it just made everyone get closer together. They were able to interact with each other, like our parents and um, my parents and Mikel's parents back. And I'm like, oh, it was the greatest decision. <laughs> Financially, yes. Emotionally, <laughs> like mentally dealing with all of it would have been so much harder to worry about how to feed everyone. Well, and you saw yeah. like all of a sudden the reception happened and there were so many people there. Like, I don't even know how we would have fit enough tables. So many people. <laughs> well, and I think leading up to it, I remember that was something that we talked about a lot and it was, it was kind of a headache for you trying to figure out, yeah, you know, how people were going to react to not having a dinner and only having uh, more of like a cocktail hour. And that in the end, I just, when it was happening and you were there just like you said not that the people there were any more special than other people because you wanted everybody there it's just getting to have those intimate moments with the people that are impacted by this wedding yeah more directly most Mm -hmm. yeah I think too, I mean, there were definitely some people and I Googled it. Honestly, if (laughs) brides, if you Google something and there is such negative feedback to how I I get people have their opinions and they're like, no, you need to feed everyone. It's a wedding Mm -hmm. that, you know, and if I think if financially we could have and maybe had a different larger venue to handle everyone and COVID wasn't a thing. So we weren't sure who was showing up and who wasn't. It, it would have been different, but I I wish I wouldn't have Googled things because it really, it, it, it always went back to, well, that's what, that's what most people think. In the end, mm-hmm. we had a little bit of pushback, but everyone was very supportive. Like mm-hmm. they, cause there was still desserts and there was still drinks and there was still mm-hmm. interaction with us. It just wasn't a dinner. We still had the ceremony. I mean, it was very different. We did a first look, we did pictures with family and the bridal Mm -hmm. party and then we had dinner most brides don't want to eat before their vows and I really had to just go you know and I don't care I had my Mm -hmm. first look I had my pictures (laughs) I I'm still going to share those vows and it's going to be in front of everyone and it ended up being a lot more people that showed up that didn't say they were coming or said they weren't coming and they did which is fine like I'm so glad we had as many people as we did there but that would have stressed me out knowing like, is there enough food? And I just, I didn't mm-hmm. want to deal with it. Your wedding. Great. Beautiful wedding. People had so much fun celebrating you guys. I mean, I know I danced all night and it was a spectacular time. I also had four other weddings last year and yours was by <laughs> far my favorite. Um, oh, whatever. You have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rules. Your wedding was great and there was so much love and happiness in that room just listening to you guys exchange your vows and then seeing you dance around the room and have just a phenomenal time and then I was lucky enough to be your uh, DD at the end of the night and take you guys home and it just was an (laughs) honor made me so happy (laughs) my next question for you kind of jumps forward a little bit more into now you guys are married you're moving forward in your married lives together What is something that you wish you had been told about those first few weeks or those first few months of being married? Something that maybe you didn't even think about and then when it happened or when it hit you, you were like, oh, I wish someone had told me this. Oh, yeah. 
I can't remember exactly the wording of it is, but basically it's post-wedding blue. I had one other friend mention it to me before um, who had gotten married like years ago. And I thought that's so funny. Like you, you have this beautiful wedding and she was just saying like, I really, I really don't feel like myself. Mm. And like, it's not that I wasn't happy. It's not that like Mikel and I were in any kind of weird place or anything like our relationship was fantastic but I was almost because so we got married in October and then we went on our honeymoon in November and then Christmas hit and so all this exciting fun you know being married for the holidays like all that was there but then January and January is a hard month anyway (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah just Um, in general yeah just the um everything's done right all the fun holidays and now we're still in this cold cold winter um and I at the time was actually switching jobs and so Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot to play in but I also couldn't figure out why I was feeling like such a just like down feeling yeah I was feeling a complete schwamp for months though I mean it dragged in to almost I mean January February March yeah Mm -hmm. I think maybe even April a little bit where I just was like I don't know what I'm doing I have no purpose and I think because I had been planning a wedding and that had been I mean since I was a little girl right we talk about Mm -hmm. our wedding days and so it was just this extreme extravagant event that was beautiful and everyone talked about it and their pictures and it was amazing, but all of a sudden it was gone and the honeymoon mm-hmm. was done. And not that we had nothing to look forward to. It just, I don't know what it was because I i just felt sad. And I, I remember Mikel being extremely patient. I know he doesn't see his patient, but I saw it as like patient and just letting me cry things out (laughs) and letting me express how I was feeling and him just being so willing to let me do that and say, it's going to be okay. Like we're going to work through this. You know, we talked about other things that maybe I needed to try. He's like, maybe you just need to find a hobby. And I agree. I honestly think this podcast is another reason that it became the way it is because I do, I needed like an outlet (laughs) and I was working hard at this other job anyway so I got a new job and everything's fallen into place but I really do think that brides go through that where they just get sad and they're like okay what am I doing not that your marriage is off not that really anything else is wrong you just have this like oh my gosh it's over (laughs) feeling well it's like and not that it's a bad thing but you kind of realize that life moves on life continues and it's like you know your wedding day and planning your wedding as stressful as it can be. It's also so fun and magical and beautiful. And then you want to just kind of stick, you want to stay there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you have this realization that everything else is moving on and you've got to choose to like figure out when you're going to catch up. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Again, I'm not married. I'm no, not I planned a wedding, but you, you get me. I think I had also, you know, talked to you and called you during that time. Also, mm-hmm. you had moved away. So I think there was. Yeah, I up and I was like, I need Liv and she's not here. I up and uh, moved out 
pretty quickly well and that was the thing too you guys got married in October and then I had another wedding to go to in Kansas City and then I was on vacation and then suddenly it was my last month in Boise yeah Yeah, up and left so people never prepare you for what's to come I don't know I people are always like oh yeah you know your first fight or whatever you'll you'll deal with this or don't go to bed angry and like I guess all those things like like still are true but Mm -hmm. it wasn't something that we dealt with like what we as a couple like life moved on Mm -hmm. but for and and it still was good I mean I, I actually asked Mikkel recently you know, like, why were you so patient with me? Like, we had just gotten married. It should have, I should have been, like, just extremely happy. And I mm-hmm. wanted to be, like, I fought it. I didn't understand, like, what was happening hormonally. Like, yeah. And he just told me, he's like, I, we're a team. Like, I knew you were going to be okay. And it was, it, it, I was doing everything I could to, you know, make you happy because you were doing everything you could to make me happy. And it was a balance. Like he, he didn't see it as a problem because we were still working on our marriage. I was just dealing with something and, and he was patient and he was there and he was understanding. And Mm -hmm. so they would have been a lot harder. I know it would have been if he would have questioned us and questioned why we, you know, why did we get married? Like, what is wrong with you? And he didn't, he just kind of was like, it's, it's going to be okay. And I, I I think about that now, especially um, on our anniversary and just thinking like, wow, like you, you, he does everything to lift me up. And even when like he has bad days, like it's a balance and we do what we can to make things better for each other. And I just feel like that constant time, like he had four months of it, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he did everything he could to reassure me that everything was okay. And we were going to just, it was going to be fine. Everything was going to work out. Life was going to keep moving on and you guys were going to keep moving on and supporting each other while doing it. This brings me to my next question, which I wonder, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I wonder if this also played a role in how you were feeling. But tell me a little bit about how it felt changing your last name. I'm sure that affected just the way that you were thinking and the way that you felt and how you viewed yourself. Yeah, I think a part of, yeah, that post-wedding blues, it wasn't that I didn't want to change my name. I've never had an issue um, myself taking his name. I started writing it, you know, in notebooks once we got engaged. I I was excited about it, but I didn't realize like, oh, my name changes on, you know, I had to get a new email and it changes on Facebook and little things like doing it. It was kind of like, oh, my my last name, like Lenar's, like I don't have it anymore. And I don't it wasn't a huge impact, but it definitely was something where I was like, wait, this mm-hmm. is this is different. And then being called Mrs. Gallegos or I would have to give someone my name over the phone, right? Because they say, Oh, last name, date of birth. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's my last name now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it definitely was just part of like all the change that was happening. Like I had to reassure myself it was a big change but it was a good change (laughs) this is kind of fun and you are allowed to take a few seconds to think about it if you would like (laughs) okay but what is one 
new thing that you learned about Mattel after you guys got married or within this last year of marriage? I knew him pretty well. Mikel's mm-hmm. a pretty genuine, consistent person. He doesn't he doesn't chameleon to anyone else. He's just who he is. Well, I, I love him for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so going into our marriage, he he's been who he is. <laughs> um, but we got our puppy, and so being seeing him become a dog dad has mm-hmm. been quite fun and <laughs> educational. Because he loves, loves, loves him. And then he'll, you know, puppies as they do, they need a little reprimanding. And so to see kind of that side of him and see how he handles kind of uh, not punishment, but just telling authority, authority, authority. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is, is um, attractive. Because I'm like, oh, okay, you're going to be a great dad because you love him and you take care of him. And every, like, he's become our priority. And to, so to see that, like, change where, like, we were each other's priority and then having a little furball come into our life. Like, we definitely, uh, there was a little more tension for us at the beginning of trying to, like, oh, how are we going to handle him? And, oh, my gosh, our puppy's sick because puppies get sick and like it was stressful because he's mm-hmm. up at night and <laughs> dealing with honestly like that was where I was like okay this is like marriage like we are now in a conflict and now we are resolving it together as a team my next question builds off of that what is one thing that you one new thing that you have learned about yourself after getting married I think that I'm selfish I think that sometimes I I feel like bad for needing some time alone, especially with having a puppy. Like mm. I just need, you know, like you do, you take care of him. I'll do the dishes, um, which we learned dating, but it's definitely been more of a thing where I'm like, okay, I, I feel like I'm selfish, but he also is telling me like, no, like take time for yourself, like do things that make you happy, find your hobbies. And it, it's kind of making me rethink of like my self self care and like self love and how much he respects that. He definitely gives me time to just go meditate and be by yeah. myself. He takes Apollo on walks or we'll take him for the day and is like, okay, just work and do you. And just to kind of change like that perspective of myself, like maybe it is selfish, but maybe it's okay for me to be that way. And he is appreciative and respectful of that and that's huge there's a lot of good points with that but I don't know if I would say that that's selfish I would almost say that that is setting and it it's funny but it's like setting healthy boundaries and (laughs) Mikkel is helping you set those and making sure that they're being respected and that you have that balance and you have that communication in order to have a very healthy relationship and a successful marriage, you need to have that to have a healthy, just healthy relationship with anyone, but especially your life partner. My last question for you, probably already answered this question throughout. What are some of your favorite things about being married? I actually was reading over my journal writing that I wrote it was a couple days before we got married and I wrote something and I, I feel like it, it totally just sums up how I feel. But I said, 
yeah, getting married, becoming Mrs. Gallegos, wowza. It's real life and it's combining two lives with one. And it's a whole thing. That's that's basically how my journey rank goes. It says, <laughs> but I go, yeah, it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time. I know that. It won't be. But it will be better with Mikel by my side. He lights up a place in my heart that only he can. He honestly knows me better than anyone and loves me for being me. We, and I, and I read that and I was like, oh, that is what I felt over this year. And I don't, I don't want to get emotional, but I really do feel like we've just become even more closer, obviously, in mm-hmm you know intimacy and the way we communicate but we we're each other's better halves and I think that you we're we're constantly working at it we are working on being a team and communicating and it's so much fun to always have someone to go do things with and you know if we want to stay in, we're staying in and we're watching a movie and we're cuddling. If we're going out to eat, we're grabbing sushi. And it's just, we, we have so many big plans, I think for our life and getting to plan a life with someone and get giddy and excited about it. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's been amazing having a dog and doing it together. Amazing. I, I can't (laughs) wait for when we can get a house in the next few months and then, hopefully kids because it's just it's growing and I just hope that he knows how much I know that he supports me and loves me and appreciates me because I support love and appreciate him that is so beautifully said and I love that journal entry I just oh that makes my heart so happy hearing that (laughs) and I just want to say thank you for it's not always easy, especially for us right now with this. It's our sixth week. It's our sixth episode, but we're still learning how to talk about ourselves in a way that feels genuine. And because that's, I mean, that's what we want to come out of this podcast is being able to have conversations that feel like they are genuine conversations. And yeah, we're, we're talking to you through a recording, (laughs) but the thoughts and the feelings are there and that's what we're trying to convey. So I really, I thank you for being so open and answering all of these questions. And obviously there are so many more that could be answered. I know I said that I had only one question left, but I actually have (laughs) one more because I think a big reason that we decide, well, there were two reasons. There were two reasons that we decided to do this episode. The first one your anniversary is coming up. So of course, and of course, October is a big month for you guys. And when we first started this podcast, you know, we said that we wanted to do episodes that would kind of coincide with big things or milestones in our lives. So it just made sense that we were going to do a marriage episode. Obviously, that was a big reason. I think the second reason, and this is, I swear I'm getting to a question. The second reason we did this episode was I remember sitting in the dental office with you and helping you with wedding planning and trying to find answers to questions and trying to give my input, even though I really had uh, (laughs) like no idea. Whatever. You are so helpful. Even just listening to me go, I don't know. I don't know. What are are we going to (laughs) do? I think a big thing that we've talked about since was 
it just would have been helpful having, and this is so cliche, but it would have been helpful having an older sister who had gone through something like this that you could sit down and talk to and just kind of pick her brain over all of her thoughts and her experiences. And, you know, this is a fun story time episode, but there's also a lot of good points that you make and maybe not advice, but just maybe a little bit of guidance. So that was, I'm getting a bit long winded (laughs) here. My last real last question is, is there anything that you want to share? It can be super general, it can be very specific, but is there anything that you want to share with any of those, you know, soon to be brides out there or those newlyweds, just a little piece of wisdom that you think would be beneficial? For me, I Googled a lot of things and I asked people a lot of questions because I wanted feedback and I wanted to make people happy for our wedding day. And Mm -hmm. and I did. I feel like I really tried to accomplish that by doing just different things and making sure everyone was included. Um, I hope I did at least. But I, in the end, it is your day and it is it is something that, you know, you and your spouse hopefully have researched and created together. And Mm -hmm. so to make it what you want for your wedding day is important. And if people get upset, it is something that hopefully they'll get over. You know, if you communicate Mm -hmm. boundaries and share, communicate why you're doing what you're doing. I know that Mikkel and I do whatever we can to make each other's day better we find a balance in things a balance when he sees one way and I see you know another way and so I would say in your first you know year of marriage as even if you're dating someone what matters is how you and your partner treat one another when emotions are negative and circumstances are difficult what matters the most is whether you and your partner make sincere collective effort to change your behavior when you're hurting one another because you don't want to hurt each other you want to love each other I feel like this podcast even if no one gets anything out of it I it's helped me want to open up and be genuine in the way that we record if you're listening and you have thoughts and maybe you liked the interview style I'm I'm not a uh, professional interviewer so maybe that's something that we could work on if you prefer this style or if you prefer the conversations I just I think that's the fun thing for us is getting to try these different methods and getting our points across if you are newlywed or you're soon to be newlywed or even if you are nowhere near getting married um, anytime soon Maybe this was just a fun story time for you, or maybe you could still find some advice in your romantic and, you know, friendship and family relationships. Um, I think Kaylee said a lot of really good, helpful, important things about how to treat people in general, whether that is your spouse, your friend, your family member. Thank you for interviewing me and letting me talk about my marriage and my wonderful relationship. It really it was wonderful to reminisce on things especially close to our anniversary Mm -hmm. it's exciting this is our sixth week and we're already seeing interactions and um 
it's been a lot of fun. So if you've been sticking around and listening to all of our episodes, we really, truly thank you. We know that it's uh, there are some growing pains as we try to figure out our footing, but we're having a lot of fun with it. And we're very thankful that we are able to sit and talk to each other every week. It's awesome. Yeah. So on that note, we hope everybody is having a great week and really harnessing that full moon energy. And as always, good vibes to you.